from the back, what did you learn about the offense and what did you pick up from looking at that game? Um, after evaluating over the weekend, I think the um, there's one thing that, that's really disappointing. I know there's a lot of disappointment from last week's performance, but uh, we need to be more consistent as a team. And that's my job as a head coach, you know, is to find a way to be consistent. Even through, the, if you look at the season, uh, we, we've played some really good games and played some really bad ones, you know. And um, even within the game, we've shown some really good things, uh, shown some good drives. And then it's just not consistent enough. And so uh, what I need to do as a head coach is find a way to get our team to be consistent because we have really good players and they do everything we ask them to. They work hard. And so uh, really I, um, you know, I, I need to do a better job of making sure our team, our program, and, our, and that our results are more consistent on the field and it will give us a better chance for success. Now, uh, that being said, I understand frustrations that are out there from fans, the expectations, and I, I, they're, they're valid, you know, so uh, my focus entirely is, is on trying to find a way to keep our team consistent and get the results we, that we need and the, and the results that I think our players deserve, so uh, that's going to be the focus and and uh, trying to find a way to, to have better results and just, just to find ways to, to give our guys what they deserve and how hard they work to have it pay off. Conventional wisdom would says that if you're playing a lot of young guys, freshmen particularly, they don't have the experience to draw on, and some of that inconsistency might be because of that. Do you agree, disagree with that? Well, I, I mean, I have to look at everything, right? So I, when I go back to the game, I look at my um, the decisions I made as a head coach in this game specifically, and, and there are probably some things I could have done differently, but I, uh, I have to evaluate what I can do. And, and I, I look at our players, and I, I mean... We have a lot of great players. It's, it's, uh, I don't look at the experience or anything like that. We just need to have a, have a system or find a way, and then I'm the leader of the team, so you need to find a way to, to devise uh, a scheme on offense, defense, or special teams that we're, we're, um, where our guys can really we can highlight their strengths, if that makes any sense, right? That, and uh, we have some guys that can do things uh, differently on the field, whether it's uh, any of those three phases, and we have enough offense and defense and special teams minds that can make it work, and and we need to devise schemes that will help our and strategies that will help our players um, utilize all their skill sets and their strengths. And that's that's the goal this week. And I think when we do that, we can find more consistency. And that's the that and among other things that we're going to keep working on. So uh, we're going to work hard to get this thing right and, and make sure that uh, I feel like we're doing some really good things. And uh, we're just not doing it consistently enough. And we, I'd like to do it all the time. And, and that's the, the goal. And, and um, yeah, so that the focus will be on that. I'm not really concerned about um, how young they are. I'm more concerned about how can I get them to perform uh, at, the, at, their, at their best uh, consistently. Why do you think the offensive line seems to have taken a step back, maybe even regressed? Um, well, I, I think I think looking at it, it's, it's kind of the same thing. I think there uh, there's some guys that are, are you mentioned that not, don't have a lot of experience, and so, like I said before, trying to find ways to keep it uh, so that they can be so they can be physical and they can be dominant. Like I know they can, and and uh, the the scheme's got to match it so that they can be comfortable and fire off the ball and not to, to think too much. You spoke about being more aggressive in the post game. You said mm-hmm. you want to see him let it rip. I think that's what the term you use. Is, is the aggressive part of it, you want to see more shots downfield on offense, or is there something else there? I think just the aggressive mindset, maybe. Just like the way in our approach and um, 
show more confidence in our guys, you know, and and, and uh, I mean, I, there's probably a, a lot going into that. I was emotional after the game, you know, and, and still am now, but I think that um, um, there's that's just probably so many th- so many things involved in that statement, and um, I just like to see more points on the board and uh, more disruption on defense and. I'll probably say that no matter what the score is after the Boise game, and uh, we could have success, and I'll probably say the same thing next Monday. So that's, yeah. How do you assess the performance of the wide receiver this year overall? Inconsistent, just like everything else that I've said. I mean, I, our team hasn't been consistent. You know, that's the, that's the kind of the, the the biggest issue right now, and so... Uh, it's not at the fault of the players. Um, it's it's on it's on me. So I, I need to find a way to, to get so that they can play really, um, really well and feel comfortable in in their and utilize their skill set. You know, so we have some guys that can can run and can catch and can block and can throw and um, can tackle and and they're physical. So build around that and devise um, a plan where all our guys can have success, regardless if they're a freshman or or a senior. What do you know about Boise State this year? Oh yeah, I mean, I know, I know Harson real well, and, and the coaches on that staff. I've been around them quite a bit, and Chad Kahaha is the D line coach, who's got one a good friend of mine, you know, and he and his wife Lena are good friends of, with me and Timberly, so uh, really familiar with them. They're, you know, they have great staff and they're well coached. I say that every week. It's just we have some really good opponents that we're going against, and it's a difficult place to play and. You know, we've never won there as, as a program, so looking forward to having some some new things and some some goals. You know, it's a good challenge for us, and, and looking forward to trying to break that streak. Why are you guys struggling to put two wins together after you win? You, I think you're one and six the last whatever, ten. Why is that? The inconsistency. It's, it's my fault. That's why. You know, as a head coach, I need to find a way to get them more consistent. And that's, uh, I don't know any other way to answer that, but then I need to find a way to make sure that our team's consistent. And I think the best way to do it is devise a plan where they can all have success and we can use their skill set and their strengths. And that's the goal. But that's, I think that's kind of the theme right now. I should first bring out that banner out there and you guys just read it. And that's going to be the answer to every question that you ask me. So, Zach had his second start. 60% completion percentage, goes over 200 yards. Do you think he made another step in his progression despite the loss? Yeah, he played really hard. I mean, he made some big plays, but I, I think that um, you know, he's better when you can when he can set his feet and throw and not have to run all over the place. And I appreciate him making great highlights and jumping over people and getting first downs, but uh, um, we're, we're not going to... We're not going to do well of making him put putting him in that type of situation, you know. So, uh, if we want him to use his strengths and to find uh, success, that we need to let him set his feet and throw the ball because that's what he can do. I I mentioned that he's a gunslinger. Let him sling the ball, and um, it's hard to do that when you're running for your life most of the time, you know. So, uh, we need to find a way to, to to get him and settled in and let him use his strengths and 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 get us or get our team to have. Some, some consistent drives and points on the board, and and then uh, we'll we'll feel better about ourselves. But he, he's done the way he prepares, and all of our players, the way they work, they they work hard, they prepare, and um, they give it everything they have in the games. And that's I've been really pleased with that. And um, me and my staff need to do a better job. 
you've talked previously about how you want the guys having fun. That was a big emphasis mm-hmm. earlier on in the year. This is a time right now after you know, a few, three losses in four games where that can be really difficult. How do you get the guys playing loose, playing competent, enjoying the game, even after this this kind of these struggles? Well, the, the past doesn't dictate anything that goes on from this week, you know. So, really can't dwell on the past. We learn from it and, and we grow. But I think more than anything, uh, the guys have a, a good attitude of of uh, just gratitude and where they're at. They love the position of being at BYU and what they represent and their families that they represent on and off the field. And, and these guys love playing the game. So, I, I mean, we have a good time and we bring joy to the field, you know. But at the same time, they care about um, about what they do and they want to have more success. And uh, I think it's important that they enjoy it because uh, their families feel um, like all the hard work and sacrifice that they've made will pay off, you know. But um, right now... We're not going to get anywhere by, by dwelling on, on, on some of the bad things. We've got to keep building. And I feel that we're, we've done some good things. Let's just do it more often, right? And I'd love to do it all the time. And if we can do that, I think we'll win more games. But the guys have been consistent in their hard work, their effort, and how much they love the game and how much they appreciate being here and how much they love representing BYU. A little atypical for Boise State this year on defense, giving up a lot more yards and points than they're used to. That just go straight to the injuries they've suffered, or do you see something else? Um, I, I don't know well enough about that. I mean, I think they've gone against some tough teams too, and um, you know, you know a little bit more about the opponents that that you play now, being so late in the season than you did before. I think that um, look at some of the points that we played before and and what they're doing currently now. And I think everyone has to deal with injuries and to deal with, um, with uh, you know, change and, and experience and all that. It's not just uh, unique to us. There's a lot of teams that are going through some uh, obstacles and adversity, and, and I think they probably hit a few of them, but they're having success and they're doing some good things, and they have a really experienced quarterback uh, running the show, and he, he, can, he can throw the ball. So uh, defensively, we have to be ready for them, and I think, you know, they have a great scheme on defense, so... Uh, offensively, we'll have to be ready for that too. But I, I know if we focus on ourselves and, and, and find a way to show more consistency, then, then we'll be good. A lot has been made, um, both by fans and, uh, and media, I guess, by the fact that the, you know, the stadium wasn't full mm-hmm. last week, even for an afternoon game, and the fact that maybe people aren't showing up. But what do you want to say to those who do show up, who come and, and do support the program, uh, no matter what? Uh, I love the fans. You know, I uh, appreciate everything. That, I mean, we have great support, and um, you know, we, we just need to do better on the field. And and I, um, I'd like to see all our fans be happy. I, I'm, I'm disappointed that we haven't had the success at home that we need to, and um, I'm looking forward to changing that. You know, so um, I'm not really concerned about the numbers. All I know that we have some great support out there, and and um, I've mentioned before we we see it away for away on away game, games and at home games and. My job is to make all the fans happy, and so I aim to do that. Good luck. Yeah, good <laughs> luck. I love the challenge. That's, but that's my job, and I accept it. And that's, I, I understand frustration comes part of it because they care. Our fans really care, and I, I love the, the passion they have for the game and the passion they have for this team, and I look forward to making sure that they have good, good moments. Entering the final month, the last four games, with that new redshirt rule, does it change your philosophy on these freshmen? now than it was earlier in the year? 
Um, yeah, it does because we're pretty much going to play as many as we can, and there's some guys that are banged up that we they, they kind of forced onto the field, um, specifically on special teams and at, at some uh, other places. But um, yeah, I, I think it's important that that, that uh, we just move forward. There's some guys that have played probably at the point where they're hitting that four game uh, mark, and if we're at that point now, they're probably just going to be playing for the rest of the season. Um, there's others that have played only one and two, one or two games, and. Uh, we just have to figure out what would be the best thing for us and our future and our numbers and our depth for next year, too. So there's also guys that are still banged up. I mean, that's our, our scout team works really hard, too, and they get they get um, bruised up and banged up here and there, too. So um, we, the, the depth works in, you know, for the whole team, scout team, and our offense and defense and travel, travel squad as well. What has made Cody State a rivalry without that in-state tie or well, I think there's been some really close games, you know, um, and, and uh, I think the scores made it really close. But also the there's a there's a I mean it's even though we're not in the same state, they're really close. We have a lot of fans in Idaho, um, and so and then they've had a lot of success. And so I, I think that um, I think maybe the consistent uh, uh, having them being on the on the schedule more consistently has made it that way. And so there's three teams that we feel like we uh, they're on the schedule. Um, more than the others and, and year to year for the most part and that's Utah, Boise and Utah State.